Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, August 10th, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, such a huge success. I trust that you all had a wonderful weekend and that you spent some time with your family and your loved ones. Of course, still in quarantine we are, but we can still spend some quality time, right? Even if we have to call someone, just let them know how much we miss them and reminisce on some good times and, of course, say those special three words that we all need to be hearing right now, I love you. So as a reminder, you know, I want you guys to make sure that you stay structured during the quarantine. That is so very, very important. And also make sure that you have created, if you have children, an activity calendar so that everything isn't overwhelming you all at once. Now, as a reminder, also, if you haven't had the time to review your calendar and ensure that all activities and tasks scheduled are supporting your goals for this week, do so immediately following the show. Now, this will help you to stay focused and clear on your priorities. Now, all during this month of August, our theme is marketing your business online. How wonderful is that, right? This is something that we all need. I've been doing some research to make sure that I'm sharing some updated information. And so, again, uh, we have been talking about a lot of things leading up to this marketing uh, your business online. And so if you, if you haven't uh, heard some of the shows in the past few weeks, you definitely want to do so. Uh, just a few weeks ago, we did How to Build Your Business Referral System, and that is all about, you know, making sure that you stick with the word-of-mouth marketing and that you are utilizing your current customers, your fans from your fan page, and others to refer you, which is so very, very important. So creating a referral system, right, with rewards, with different things that you can add of value. So definitely you want to check out that. Now, to listen to any of our previous broadcasts, I've got three ways for you to do that, okay? Number one, you can go to the Women About Biz website and click on podcast in the top right menu bar, and you can then see the broadcast player right on the right-hand side and choose any one of the broadcasts that you'd like to listen to. Of course, for your convenience, if you have an iPhone, you can go to uh, your favorite podcast and and search Successful Woman Radio, uh, three separate words, and of course, it will pull it up for you. And if you mark it as a favorite, you'll get notifications as to when there's a new broadcast. And if you are an Android user, of course, You can download the app Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, and you can then search for Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, and then mark that as your favorite as well. So the previous broadcasts are right there at your fingertip on your 
cell phone. So again, I want to welcome all of uh, the ladies who are new to the show. I appreciate you being here, and I want to remind all of you to make sure that you schedule the show in your calendar every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time. So very, very important. Um, getting back on our August theme, I'm so excited about it, marketing your business online. And one of the reasons is because marketing is the foundation of all of your business success. Without it, nothing can happen, right? Marketing is a system of attracting other people to what you have to offer, but it doesn't really stop there. And this is something that I think a lot of business women sometimes have a little bit of confusion about because marketing, generating leads, and sales, right? There's three different types of processes or systems that have to play together in harmony in order for it to work. And so we talked about last week one of the most important things that you had to do is learn how to search your target market, how to make sure that you have the right audience, And what I challenged all of you to do was to create what we called an avatar or a a target client or customer profile. And, of course, as as an example, you know, Women About Biz reaches out to females age uh, 35 to 65, right? Uh, and, and, of course, this is not to say that we don't reach out to women, younger women because, of course, we do. However, this seems to be the norm for our organization, and so then we look at a lot of different ratios, right? The majority of our uh, members are African American. That's a beautiful thing. We welcome all women, but, of course, that's the majority of who we service. And then we go back and we continue to look at how our avatar is built out, looking at the income level, looking at what most women are looking for. Many women are working full-time jobs who are members of Women About Biz. And so these are things that we have discovered by surveying by surveying the current members of uh, that we have been receiving in the organization. And so this is something that you have to do. So the one thing that I want to uh, mention about researching for your target customer and audience is that this is not a perfect science where you're going to hit it right on the target the first time. I think discovering your target audience is an ever-growing process. And I think that you are able to fine-tune it when you start getting more and more customers and you start seeing the commonalities. Then you can create surveys and questionnaires and different things, and you can start really, you know, enhancing and building out your customer or client avatar. Now, I had someone last week send them this question, and we've actually been asked this question before, which is, Trina, I noticed that you use customer and client interchangeably. What is the difference between the two? And so I wanted to share that with you, that little, this little marketing tidbit, right? So customers are usually individuals who purchase products and um, buy what we call one-off products from you, meaning they may be buying something one time or they may be individuals who um, – are visiting your website and they happen to purchase something, that's a customer, 
right? Clients are individuals usually associated with the service industry, and most of the time clients are more of an ongoing relationship. Now, that's not to say that customers aren't, right, because there are many people that own boutiques, many people that uh, own a lot of other different types of product-oriented uh, uh, companies that they have long-time customers, but usually customers are related to product-oriented companies and clients are related to the service industry. So I wanted to uh, share that tidbit with you because I've had it asked of me once or twice, you know, could you explain that? So, again, stay tuned because later on in the show, we are going to be talking about something that you're, you're going to be excited about again in reference to marketing, that is creating content to market your business. And we're going to talk about some essential steps to creating your content. You know, how do you pull that up? What's the whole purpose of it? And I'm excited to talk to you about it because um, I love writing, but I also love searching for content and trying to figure out what I'm going to do. But I'm going to share with you guys a very easy process to start working with your content and share with you why it is really such a pivotal part of your marketing every single month. So we're going to get to that in just a little bit. Um, I also am going to be sharing with you in just a minute five questions of focus and action. I can't forget that. That is so very, very important. So, again, I want to welcome all of you, and for those of you that are new to Successful Woman Radio, I just want to let you know a little bit about who we are and what we do. Successful Woman Radio is all about providing you, the businesswoman, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire. So very important. And so it is my desire to make sure that I give you guys meaty information that you're going to be able to put to use right away. And so many of our longtime listeners have created for themselves a successful woman radio journal, just a spiral-bound notebook and dated every day, so every Monday, so that they can kind of keep a record of things that they may want to implement in their business now or later on. So, again, thank you for being here, and as always, mark that calendar for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time. So let's go ahead and go with the five questions of focus and action. Now, ladies, these questions are very, very important. So I want to preface this today with saying that I want you guys to really take these questions seriously. I'm going to go a little slow and read them slowly so you can write them down. Okay, and I want you to understand something about the five questions of focus and action. One of the biggest things that I recognize about us as business women is that sometimes we get confused about what role we should be playing in our business. And certainly when you are a solo entrepreneur, meaning you are working the business by yourself, you don't necessarily have a partner or you don't have a full staff of people coming in every single day, um, you have to really know what it is it, what is it that you should be focusing on. And it really helps to have a set of questions to ask yourself so that you can keep yourself in alignment with being the CEO of your company. And I think these five questions do just that. What you should know if you're new and you haven't asked these questions of yourself yet, 
which you should know, again, is that you should be asking yourself these questions anytime that you need to. Some people have decided to ask those questions daily to keep themselves on track. And then sometimes you ask these questions and the answers that you give yourself are not always going to be um, easy answers. It means that you may have to dig a little or they may make you realize that you need to get back to the basics and really um, develop the answer that you want to have for the question, right? And so these questions also help you to grow. And so usually you're going to find yourself giving different answers to these questions along your journey to success. So let's get started. Number one, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Every female CEO, every CEO, right, needs to wake up in the mornings with a a system that they have created for themselves to prepare their mindset for greatness. And then you need to make sure that you've created affirmations that are customized and personal to you. You know, I've mentioned this before, but it's so important and so true. It's like, you know, we can get so motivated by, by a lot of people, right? I get motivated by Oprah Winfrey. I admire her. So many of us do. I get motivated by Beyonce. Look at all of the things that she is doing in the music world, really, really pioneering some things. And I get motivated by a lot of people. But at the end of the day, if I can't motivate myself to do something, if it's just me, me, and me, and nobody else, I've got to be able to take myself to the next level. And so you have to get used to doing that by focusing on the inside of you, who you are, and what it is that you want for yourself. And this is why, you know, preparing your mindset for greatness and knowing what it is that you want for yourself and for your business, that's key. But also that uh, that stop trying to pattern yourself after someone else. You can gain inspiration, of course, from other people, but don't don't be try to be just like that person because you don't know their life, you don't know what they're going through. So it's important for you to develop your own personality and business. It's important for you to know what you need to do to motivate yourself, right? That's where your power is, and that's a part of maintaining your power and keeping your power and setting that foundation for your success. I also want to remind you, uh, as you prepare your mindset for greatness, I want to remind you to be truthful to your own self. Now, wait, what is that you say, Trina? Be truthful why would we lie to ourselves? Well, we as women do. Come on, ladies. We as women lie to ourselves all the time. I don't think we're so bold as to just say that I'm lying to myself, but we do. And we are not always, uh, you know, forthright in in saying what it is that we really need to do. And sometimes we pick and choose things that we want, not knowing whether or not if it's best for us or not. So we really have to make sure that we follow the old adage, to thine own self be true. We have to make sure that if you're going to prepare your mindset for greatness, that a part of that is being truthful so that you can move forward. Very, very important. Here's number two. What are my goals and priorities for the week? Now, there are a lot of things that you you have to do that fall outside of business. So I'm talking about your business goals. So one of the things that's key that we as women tend to share and have in common, and of course, 
this is not all women, but this seems to be a huge commonality among many of us, and that is that we have a tendency to have activities listed in our planner that aren't even relating to the goals that we want to accomplish by week's end. And that causes a huge problem for all of us. And so I want you guys to understand something. There are three things, three very important things that have to happen for you as the CEO of your company. If you don't have time to do anything else, marketing, the number of leads and sales are are extremely important. They are priority, right? Because if those three things don't happen, then guess what? You are not going to be able to generate an income. You see, the process of generating the income starts way before the cash is in your hands. The process starts with the beginning of marketing, and marketing attracts other people to you, and then when other people are attracted to you, then what happens from there is that they are going to either fill out a form on your website, they're either going to um, inquire, and those individuals that inquire or fill out that form or contact you in some way are considered leads, right? And so that's very important. And, of course, it's your responsibility then to turn a lead into a sale. So as I said a little bit earlier, you know, the system, the system, marketing leads and sales, that system, all three have different systems that they work in, but they should work in harmony and they work together. And one can't do without the other. And I really want you guys to remember that. So in looking at your priorities for the week, when you look at marketing leads and sales, you really need to be also asking yourself these sub-questions like, do I have my marketing system in place? You know, um, is marketing working for me 24-7? Is it automated? Is it an automated system? And then, you know, how am I generating leads? What is my system for generating leads with that marketing? Do I have opt-in forms? Do I have a compelling offer? So all of these things are very, very important. And then with sales, do I have a, a system for my sales? Do I have a one, two, three system? How is it that I close the sale? Very important. Number three, am I clear? on my role and responsibility as the CEO of my company? You know, this question, I think, is something that you have to ask yourself almost every day until you gain the clarity you need. One way to gain that clarity is you really need to have a written position description for yourself, and you don't need to put that off. You need to know as the CEO, what should you be doing daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annually? What are those things that you should be doing? That's very important. Here's number four. What task will I be delegating? Again, what task will I be delegating to others and following through on? This is certainly a year of delegation, and that's one of the things I said in January of 2020. Um, I said that if we want to be women who are generating six-figure incomes and above, we could not do it alone. We have to develop a power team, a, a group of 
people who can provide various services to us that know more than we know about certain things that could shorten our learning curve and move us forward. This is how you grow your business. And so if you are not delegating, it is going to be very, very hard for you to grow your business. Delegation is important, and I want to encourage you to just go ahead and embrace that it is is something that you need to be the queen of delegation. You need to be building your power team of individuals that are going to help you to take your business forward. And last but not least, number five in the five questions of focus and action is, am I clear on my business finances? This is something that should be most important to a CEO, right? You should have established a bookkeeping system. I don't care if you're making $5 a week. It doesn't really matter. You need to have a bookkeeping system. You also, in that bookkeeping system, should know what your accounts payables are because when you can look at a chart of accounts payable and see the type of money that you've got going out of your business, it can help you to make the wise decision to trim off some of that fat to, um, you know, close or shut down some of those accounts that you may be subscribing to, right? And then cash flow analysis. Wow, this is like my favorite friend. This has allowed me to do so many things like say, hey, I want to bring in $25,000 over this next 90 days. How am I going to do that and know how to create a cash flow analysis that's going to tell me the number of clients I need, uh, help me to play around with various prices of the product so that I can see what my price point might be. So again, this This is very important to you as the CEO of your company, and it's something that you should always be doing. So there you have it, the five questions of focus and action. Ask them of yourself any time that you need to. It's 1221 after the hour, and for those of you that have just tuned in, hey, it's Trina Newby with Women About Biz, and you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman radio show. So excited to have all of you guys here with us today, and I want to go ahead and share with you what's happening over at Women About Biz. If you'll remember, I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show that we had a wonderful topic on Successful Woman Radio just a couple of weeks ago, how to create your business referral system. And so I want to encourage all of you to visit us at womenaboutbiz.net. And if you click on blog, you will discover that I wrote a really good article on this very same topic, again, how to build your business referral system. So definitely if you are, uh, if you like reading as well, you want to check out that article. It's right there for you in the blog section. And we have some other good articles in the blog section that I think that you will really like, such as the diamonds are in your own backyard. Oh, you really, really, really need to read that one. Okay, also one of the uh, articles in the blog that I would like for you to read would be the 10 ways to build your business credit. Uh, if, If you are a CEO of your company and you're looking for ways to expand your finances and build your company strong financially, then business credit is something that you need to be concerned about and you want to go ahead and get started with that. So definitely read that article, 10 ways to build your business credit. And of course, the holiday season is amongst us almost, right? I mean, think about it. Can you believe that we are headed 
moving into the fall season shortly, and um, it's time right now to start planning out your holiday campaign. So I have a great article, Five Ways to Market Your Business During the Holidays. I also did a webinar that I'm going to put back out on the website as well this week, so stay tuned for that. So we've got a lot of wonderful things going on at Women About Biz, and then also uh, to go right along with our theme, Marketing Your Business Online, we have a wonderful webinar that is going to be coming up on Wednesday, August 26th. Now, this is our free Wednesday Lunch and Learn webinar, and it's the workflow of marketing. Now, you know most businesswomen know that marketing is extremely important, right? But when it's just you and you're responsible for developing your marketing plan and implementing, of course that process can be overwhelming. But what this webinar is all about is it's about how to actually get into the workflow of marketing. Like what should you do first? What, what should actually happen as you are trying to implement all the things necessary? So we'll be discussing how to implement your marketing workflow, how to create a monthly marketing calendar, best practices for managing your marketing system, and then delegating versus doing it yourself. So this is something all of you who are listening need to just go on over at womenaboutbiz.net and sign up for the workflow of marketing coming up on Wednesday, August 26th at 12 p.m. Eastern time. Of course, this is our free Wednesday Lunch and Learn, so make sure you share and tell it to as many businesswomen as you know. I think you guys will really enjoy the detailed information that we are giving you. I'm going to take a, a business and show you how that business sets up its marketing workflow with the content. I'm going to give you an example of how that business creates its monthly content calendar. I'm going to show you all of that, so I think you'll find it most entertaining and most interesting. I want to go ahead also and remind all of you, if you haven't already, again, it is time for you to start sitting down in your quiet space and planning out your holiday theme, right? What is And also selecting your flagship product. And I talk about that a lot in the article I wrote on, you know, creating your holiday campaign. But every business has a flagship product. Like, for example, large companies like Walmart and Target and Sam's Club, um, even during the holiday season, they have flagship products, multiple flagship products because they carry so many that they put before us more than any of others, right? These products carry a deep discount, and that is exactly what your flagship product should carry. What is it going to be? And sometimes, you may feel that, well, I don't know if I have a flagship product, especially if you're a service-oriented business. So that's when you have to get extremely creative. Some of you may have to come up with a new product for the holiday season. Some of you may have to go and look at the product that most customers purchased for the year so far. And I know this has been some slow time, so this is where you really are going to have to step out of your comfort zone, put on your creative, creativity thinking cap, and you're really going to come up with something special, okay? But every business 
if you're planning on marketing during the holiday season, you need that flagship product, okay? And so, again, I want you guys to read that article in the blog section at Women About Biz on creating your holiday campaign. And then, of course, I will make sure that you guys are um, certainly aware of when we put out the article and the webinar that we did last year on marketing your business during the holiday season. I want to go ahead and go right into marketing your business online, and our subtopic for today is creating content to market your business. And, you know, this this particular topic is something that I had a huge aha moment on. One of the things that I've learned about doing anything in marketing is that, hands down, if you don't have the content prepared, that's where you start. And I want to give you some guys, you guys some examples of what I'm talking about. Anytime, for example, like you say, well, before I can market, I need to make sure that my website is in order. That's probably true, but check this out. The biggest thing on your website is what? It's content. So before you start making it look all pretty, you really need to focus more of the content itself. Like for most websites, you know that you should have some some articles at, you know related to the business that you are in, or if you have products, you should – already have the products and the featured descriptions for those products, and each of those products should have their own page so that the uh, SEO of the search engine optimization through Google can pick up those products and properly index them so that when people are looking for something like them, they will have them. So I want to talk about the five essential steps to creating content, and this is uh, I, re- I read this article a while back on Entrepreneur Magazine. I thought that it was really good. So what I'm giving you today is kind of a blend between what I read and what I know personally uh, running my own company for the last 25 years, okay? So here's the thing. The first thing that you need to understand about content is get it in your head that without it, you can't really have a good marketing campaign, okay? So that's the first thing that's key. So content marketing has huge payoff in today's social media society because everybody is connecting and communicating through social media platforms. And so you have to be able to share pieces of content with them that can add value to their lives. So content will help you with your brand awareness. It's going to help you with lead generation and nurturing. It's going to help you uh, come up with a better customer referral system. It's going to help you to be able to uh, create upsells for your product or your service. And it is going to help you to have people to follow you because of your credibility in the things that you write. All of that means trust. And I want you guys to write this word down. This is key. Content helps you to build familiar trust with people who do not know you. Let me repeat that. Content helps you to build familiar trust with people who do not know you. So this is why content is queen. It is so very, very 
important. So once you get that down packed and know that the first thing about the content is that it's going to help you to lay the foundation for all of your, not just for some of your marketing, it's going to help you to lay the foundation for all of your marketing and it all starts with the content. The one thing I want you to do with your content is to, first of all, make it easy on yourself and figure out a monthly thing. You know, when I started breaking it down and choosing a monthly thing, for example, for Successful Woman Radio, everything fell into place, and it will fall into place for you as well. So you need to, you need to start looking at your business from a more um, annual perspective. Right, and this is the one one of the things that I have been trying to encourage all of you to do for a long time on the show now, which is to create a twelve month strategy or at least a six month strategy for your business. Right. So why that's so important so that you can break it down by month and create a theme, a content theme that can then be broken into different pieces. Right. So when you when you look at your business. You're going to look at the topic and what the different topics that are relevant to your business, and you're going to choose a monthly theme. Now, here's the beauty in that. First of all, it's going to cut down on so much time. You guys aren't going to believe how much time this is going to cut down on. Why? Because it keeps you focused, right? It keeps you very focused. And so you have to come up with that monthly theme. Once you come up with a monthly theme, the next thing that you need to do is you need to come up with article titles, okay? Now, it depends on how much you want to, how much content you want on your blog or your website, but I definitely recommend that at minimum you should write one to two articles per month for your business that is relevant to the theme that you have selected, okay? That's very, very important. And so you come up with those articles. Now, here's the beauty in having a content theme every single month. Once the theme has been selected, you're going to write two articles, and then the articles, that's the content, the articles are going to serve as the backbone for everything else you do. Now, let's look at what can happen from articles when you write articles? Well, now you can pull different things. Like, for example, if you have an article that says five ways to do something, you can focus on each of those five ways every single week, right? You can do a video, just a, a three- to five-minute video or a Facebook Live. You could do one every single week. You can do that. You can also from the article, you can also do an audio topic as well, which is very, you know, people love listening at the audios along with an article. The other thing that you can do is that from the articles, believe it or not, you can actually create a webinar, and this webinar can be considered a compelling offer because you can take the same webinar that, that you put together from the articles and you can actually have people to sign up. And when they sign up for that webinar, guess what? You are generating leads. You're generating contact information. And this is what's very, very important. You also can create your graphic images now because you know the topic of your theme for the month. And so now, ahead of time, you can have like maybe, I would say, five to 
to seven different graphic images created on Fiverr. Uh, and for those of you who are new to Fiverr, Fiverr can, you know, you can get graphic images for as little as $5. And, you know, you can have images created on Fiverr that are related to your monthly theme. The other thing that you can do in reference to images, there's a resource that I always use, and I think that they are very uh, inexpensive, and that is depositphotos.com, okay? So that's deposit, like a bank deposit, depositphotos.com. There's another site that I use as well to get a lot of my um, graphics from, and that's called 123R as in uh, row, F as in Frank, Okay, dot com. So that's one two three rf dot com. They have really good graphics and stuff on their site as well. You can also go on Google Images now. Here's what you need to know, and a lot of people aren't realizing this on Google Images. Google Images they also carry what's considered images that don't require licenses on um, on Google, and so any of those images that are are, that don't require licenses, uh, and I'm looking that up for you right now. So let me just do that. Images that don't require licenses. Okay, I'm looking that up so that I can give you the right information. Okay, so yes, images that don't require licenses. That's what you can put in. You can go in Google Images, and then there will be free images that you can use without feeling the fear of that you are violating someone's property because images are considered proper intellectual property. And so um, if you want free images, Google carries all of those free images as well. So you can do that too. And there's many other resources that are out there. You can go to google.com uh, and you can just put in free free images that don't require licenses, and you'll find a ton that you will be able to use and uh, provide to your graphic designer uh, for your relevant theme for the month. And so, again, just as a quick recap, content is the foundation of your business. You need to be choosing a monthly theme, which is going to make it easier, and it's going to allow you to then write at least a minimum of two articles, right, and then you're able from the articles to do video or do Facebook Live. You can also do audio to accompany your articles. You can also then take those two articles and have them formatted as a webinar where you then talk more about those, those various points in your article, and then you also can have graphic images created. Now, here's something that's most important that you can do in addition to all of that you now have content for your social media calendar because now you can come up with quotes that are related to your theme. You can also break all of your article content down into bite-sized chunks and use in your social media posting as well. And you can literally stretch this out for 30 to 31 days. You really can. And so that's the beauty of coming up with a monthly theme before you actually start looking at, you know, pushing stuff out. And so what I'm actually seeing right now with people that are trying their very best to market on social media 
is I still seeing like that pink plaid jacket saleswoman, you know. You think about a, a, that plaid jacket car salesman, you know, that just puts it out there in front of you and wants you to buy, buy, buy right away. Most people aren't going to respond to that. Remember, one of the things that I told you about content and what it helps to do is that it helps to build familiar trust. And, and a familiar trust basically says, hey, I've been seeing your content, your articles and and quotes and different things that you say, and it really touches me. I also have been using some of your advice that I've read on your blog and your articles from a link that I've clicked from in social media. And so what what you have said and recommended, I've been able to use. And so, therefore, when I see stuff that you do, I trust it. I trust it because I've never seen something that you've put out there that has led me astray. And so, therefore, you have my familiar trust. And the big thing about familiar trust that I love more than anything, when you do decide to really be very direct with your marketing and saying, hey, register for this webinar, register for this event, or, you know, do this or do that, and here's the, here's the link, or buy this product, guess what? Those people who have that familiar trust with you are more willing to do so. So hopefully some of you are having some aha moments right now, and you guys are realizing how you need to be structured in having a monthly theme and how that monthly theme can be broken down to really help you. So hopefully this is this is a good thing. Okay, so I want to talk to you, for those of you who have thought about having a membership website or how are you going to do that, okay, in order for you to build subscribers, to a membership website, usually you are in the service business, usually, right? And in order to have subscribers, you're definitely going to have to offer something of value on your website in fair exchange for for their email address. And so when you are trying to get people to sign up on opt-in forms uh, to give you what would be considered very privileged information, their name, their email, their mobile phone number, then you have to give them what's called a compelling offer, okay? And a compelling offer could be a premium piece of content such as, for example, an ebook, a cheat sheet, an educational course, something that's relevant to what you do and that could be interesting to them, okay? And, and that is very important, and it is creating that compelling offer that will get them to sign up. So you can get very, very creative with that. You can also look up on google.com, uh, creating your compelling offer for opt-ins and really dive and dig deep to really learn and gain some ahas about compelling information, okay? But many of you have easily clicked opt-in pages and, you know, and seen the compelling offer and wanted to sign up for whatever it was, right, because you had a great interest. So what compelling offers do is it helps you to identify people who are interested. And when you have someone that's interested, that's called a lead, absolutely. Now, just because it's called a lead doesn't mean that you're home free, right? Because now leads have to be nurtured and they have to be taken through a system. That's why marketing leads and sales all have their own 
systems in place, okay? And we're going to talk about that a little bit on next week. But for today, I want to continue to just kind of share with you the importance of content and give you that content um, that you need to do. So, again, for those of you who have thought about a membership website, you thought about having one, in order to get subscribers, and start marketing to them, what you're going to need is what we call the compelling offer, okay? You also are going to need content that no one else is going to see except for those people who have signed up for that particular membership. They are going to look for that behind the scene when they log in, right? And so then you're going to need content for that. A word of caution here about subscription-type um, sites is that when you decide to do a membership site, you really do things can't I can't say enough how important things are when you have a membership site. Because from a membership site, if you just, you know, put the cart before the horse and start mentioning stuff and don't have the content to back you up. Boy oh boy can that get you in trouble. And I've I've gotten in trouble several times for that. And that's not what you want. So if you're planning a membership website, you definitely have to have your themes all planned out for at least three three to four months so that it gives you a leeway for you to really plan, uh, continue to plan and research and look at the type of content and information that you are going to provide, okay? Now, the other thing that I want to remind you as a part of the content um, you want to also make sure that, again, you are clear on your target audience. And I can't talk about that enough, but remember in the beginning of the show I told you that finding your target audience is a process. It's not a, a one-time hit type of thing. You, you know, you start with yourself. You start with the fact that this is interesting to you, and you look at, who you are, and then you try to find like people like what you are thinking. But then you also, if you have current customers or clients that have said that it's interesting to them and they're interested, then you also try to start building out that customer or that client profile from that group of people, right, by providing them with a survey and asking them questions that's going to give you a, a better insight into who they are and what they like. Very important. Okay, the next thing that I think is key, so I've given you three things so far that we have actually talked about in reference to content, okay? So the first thing was define your content topic, okay, your theme, and that content theme can be carried out, okay, very, very important. And so then we're, once you carry out that content theme, number two was then to look at how you're going to segment that content theme into you can an article, video, audios, webinars, uh, images, quotes, uh, statistics, all kinds of things that you can segment that content, right? And then number three was knowing your um, knowing your target audience, which is so very very important. And then from there which I think is very, very important, and you go from the contact, you've got to have a call to action. And this is something that I want to explain to you in the best way I know how. So when someone opts in to 
your compelling offer, whatever that might be. And by the way, if you have a product business, you can still have a compelling offer. It may be a compelling offer to get a free product sample. It can be a compelling offer to get a deep discount off of that product, okay? Uh, it could be a, a compelling offer. Let's say if you sell a product that has, like, the, the hand lotion and the perfume and the sachet, it carries like a few pro, a few array of products within the line, then you might offer a hand lotion with that scent um, that you are giving away as a free sample, which is a compelling offer. And so, of course, you have a beautiful graphic design and, you know, a, a wonderful description and different things to describe that, and you have one page just for that. So when you have a compelling offer, it doesn't stop there because someone has signed up for your website or they have signed up on a landing page for a compelling offer. This is where the automation kicks in, okay, with the call to action. So first of all, you're going to make a decision on how many times do you want to touch the individual who has just signed up on your website? You have to make that decision. So how many times? Now, statistics say from the Direct Marketers Association at least 7 to 15 times you have to touch a person, okay? And in many cases, they also gave the scenario of the fact that you may want to stick with that person for a period of 30 days as it pertains to your theme and the related offer that you've given, right? And you have to create bite-sized chunks of emails that you pre-write, and then you go ahead and copy and paste into your email system that's going to go out to that individual from the day that they opted in. Like the first, e the first email might be a welcome email, um, and then the second email may be another tidbit about that particular product or that service. But at the end of all of your emails, and, again, they're bite-sized chunks. You don't want to bore anybody with long, drawn-out emails. But at the end of those emails, it's going to have what we, we, we you know, refer to as a call to action. And a call to action could be an upsell to another product or service. It could be, you know, um, in addition to this, get this free form. It could be giving them different things that are both paid and free in the call to action. And, again, that just really solidifies and confirms that familiar trust that you're trying to build with your listening audience. And so, again, that's what the call to action is all about. And call to actions are usually a part of your auto automated system where you have different emails going out to each person who has subscribed or who has opted into something that you are offering as a result of your content and your compelling offer. So, again, that is what a call to action is all about. And call to actions or CTCs, as, uh, I'm sorry, CTAs, as a lot of people refer to that acronym, they are very key. And, and it's something that you really need to understand because what I'm seeing on the Internet is that Usually in a lot of social media marketing, I don't see people calling others to action. I don't see 
people using links and providing information, right? Like, for example, a good example of a call to action, let's say you wrote an article, a few lines in the body of the uh, content post, and then you're going to drop a link for people to check out that particular article, and you're going to use the compelling graphic so that it calls individuals' attention. But when they click that article, it's going to take them to your website page for that article, but then that article may have a call to action as well. So you're using like two or three call to actions. Click the link from social media. You get to the article. The article may be very valuable to that individual, but then you're going to maybe have a pop-up box that says, hey, attend this webinar or click here to hear this free audio now in reference to this article, and that's very, very important. That's why I believe that content is queen because it, in my opinion, is the beginning stage to generating much income and cash because it helps to convert individuals who, are, who eventually will pay you for a product or a service. And, of course, that pay is that cash in your checking account. And so it is a process. And, you know, some people, they want the money now, not understanding that it's okay. It's a process, but once you learn it, it's not going to be overwhelming and it's not going to seem like it's taking a long time for you to make the money, you have to make sure that you decide how you're going to call people to action in all of those emails uh, that they are going to be receiving and also in the text that they might be receiving. So there's different ways and different marketing tools that you will be able to use and reach out to them. And so then number five in the content is pushing the content, you're going to need some tools, ladies, okay? And I know that many of you are already using different types of marketing tools, but I just want to give you a few of the tools that I am using that I really, really love, okay? So the first tool that I want to tell you that I that's free and I downloaded on my site, uh, and what it does is when you download it like in your Google Chrome browser or in your Firefox browser, it really helps you to stop from making a lot of common grammatical and spelling errors, and that is Grammarly, okay? I absolutely love Grammarly um, because, again, it really cuts down on the errors, and it helps me um, to really make sure that I did not miss something that, that can make me look unprofessional. And so I put Grammarly on my browser, and that's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y, Grammarly. And Grammarly uh, has a lifetime free version, and then they have paid versions for uh, deeper types of grammatical editing that you may need done. Um, so definitely check out Grammarly.com, okay? So that's one that I use. And then I use a wonderful economical, low-cost email marketing platform that is just as robust as all of the big ones, and that is called MailerLite, M-A-I-L-E-R Lite.com, MailerLite.com. And I, I have looked at and paid for a lot of the bigger marketing platforms like ActiveCampaign, GetResponse, uh, and I, I use them all, and they're they're all good. I I've used many of them, but I really like Miller Lite, um, and so I want to recommend that to you. And they have a free version, and they have a paid version as well. 
A third thing that I use, and many of you get my text, is easy texting. That's E as in Edward, Z as in Zebra, texting, T-I-N-G dot com. Um, I love easy texting, and there are so many things that you can do. And why do I like them more than I like a lot of other platforms? It's based on a lot of the features of easy texting because you can reply back to people using your easy texting. You can segment, and segmentation is very important. You can segment different groups of people um, using your easy texting, and so that's very important as well. You can also pre-schedule your texting. Now, the thing with texting that you have to be very careful about is you have to be very careful about being invasive on people's mobile phones because they will definitely uh, – tell you to stop right away, and they can type in stop in the message reply, and it will will stop the text from coming, so that's not what you want. So you want to ask permission uh, for people to text them at least one or two messages a week, right? And so you want to be very careful about utilizing text in a way that it is going to be invasive. And so you have to really carefully think about what is it that you want to utilize your texting for. Very important. I use my texting for things that people have already um, required, requested. Like if someone has signed up for Successful Woman Radio um, and they have shown their interest, I use it as a reminder for the Successful Woman Radio show. If someone has signed up for a webinar, uh, I use it as a reminder to don't forget, here's the webinar and here's the link. Uh, I don't necessarily use it to do a lot of advertising. Okay, although you can, my goal is not to be invasive. So, again, that's something that you want to take a look at when you are doing it. But the tools are very, very important. So, so far I've called out Grammarily, MailerLite, EasyTexting.com, three really, really wonderful tools. Now, the next thing that you're going to need is you need something that when people say they want to buy your product or purchase from you, you need to have a really good shopping cart, okay, that is going to automate the process of not only them selecting and paying for the product, but something that's going to um, upsell them to other products that, that you may have that are related that they may want as well, and also something that's going to send out a thank you email along with a, let's say, a coupon for a user of the next time they purchase. So you need a good shopping cart. And so you may consider having a Shopify account, okay, and that's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y, Shopify, a a really good shopping cart that I, I really, really love, Shopify, right? And there are some other carts out there um, that a lot of people you know, use in order to really automate their whole shopping process. And so I, you know, I don't want to start calling out too many shopping carts for you, but in the webinar I'm going to show you a couple of shopping carts that I think you would really love, okay? But um, definitely Shopify is huge. It's inexpensive. It's something that you can tie into your website. It works perfect. Um, and so many people are using Shopify. As a matter of fact, they sell uh, almost a trillion dollars in products every year uh, in combination with everybody that has a Shopify cart. 
So, you know, again, it's a proven system, and that's what you want. You want proven systems to utilize uh, with your content. So, you know, again, the, the five things were choose a content theme. Number two, segment your content theme into articles, videos, and so forth. Number three, target audience, making sure of your target audience. Number four, call to action understanding that you've got to have a call to action. I explained what call to action was. And then number five were tools, okay? And I talked about Grammarily, MailerLite.com, EasyTexting.com, and Shopify. So there you have it, right, creating content and why it's so important. I certainly hope that you guys have enjoyed today's show. I want to encourage all of you, if you have not already, please make sure, okay, please make sure that you go and you actually um, sign up for the webinar, okay, so that you can learn all about the content and different things that we've got going on. Very, very important. And I know that you guys are going to truly enjoy the content and the workflow from the webinar. So, again, go to Women About Biz, click on Events, right, and sign up for our webinar that's coming up, The Workflow of Marketing, uh, Wednesday, August 26th. That's all I have for now. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you've got information you can put to use right away. Stay productive and stay safe out there. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.